Great stuff with Harge and Kyle Humans from DallasCowboys.com. Could have listened to those guys talk football for another hour, but it's our time to shine or do whatever the hell we do from 12 to 1 on the award-winning midday show right here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Trey and I are with you until 1 o'clock. We'll preview the football weekend. We'll preview the Rangers and the Astros. Of course, game one of the ALCS gets going Sunday night. We'll make our picks for the weekend, and uh, we've got some hilarious stories to get into. And where are we at in society coming up at the end of the hour? Trey, happy Friday. Happy Friday. We'll get into weekend shenanigans here in a second, but I do need to provide a bit more of a preview of today's where are we at. I'm always excited to get going with that segment because it is all about pointing out human stupidity in most cases. And in some cases, I'm telling personal anecdotes, which I guess in a roundabout way is also human stupidity. But today's where are we at, BK? I found an AI sex coach that allows you to ask questions to it like chat gpt so we're gonna try and help both of our sex lives i've got some hypothetical questions that would come from you and maybe some hypothetical questions coming from my end too an ai sex coach yes so you type in questions and it just spits out uh probably should go with a different phrasing there it uh, comes up with answers on the spot yeah, it's Spooge's answers, as the kids like to say. Uh, how about our guy Dan? <laughs> Spooge's <laughs> answers. Our guy Dan. Riz is short for charisma. Yeah. Simply means an ability to charm and woo a person. The term found its way into teen slang through TikTok. Of course it did. Riz isn't being hot, though that can be a part of it. How about our guy Dan with the knowledge today? Man, it was great to see Dan at the uh, the bar on Friday last week before Texas OU. I'm sorry, but the name is escaping me. What is the name again so we can get them their proper due? Harwood Tavern. Harwood Tavern. Great spot downtown. I'm not just saying that. That was a really cool bar. It's someplace that I would go hang out if I lived in Dallas. But it was great to see Dan and his family, the family looking great. We got to say hello to his kid, which I have this happen to me with people fairly regularly where they're like, I can't believe how big your kid has gotten. But that's how I felt seeing his kid for the first time in several years last week. Yeah, I thought it was like a Michael Orr fake adoption situation. You know, there's just a new kid there. Like what what happened to Austin? Like we we've known that we've known that kid forever. Because Dan's been a big time follower and we've been a big time fan of his and he's been a big time fan of ours for years now. And it's just like, oh my God, it had been probably three or four years since I had seen his son. I think he's I don't know, fifth grade now, I think is what it was. And it's just like, oh my God, dude, that's, that is crazy how fast they grow up. Indeed it is. But I'm glad Dan is coming through with the answer on Riz. I got to give the kids credit for this one. Sometimes their new lingo is completely stupid. This one makes sense though. I'm okay with the shorthand for charisma. What do you think of this comment here? I See, I don't know what this means. I rizzed in my face on accident. Do you have TSU sunglasses? Like, I don't, I don't think that's the proper use of Riz, but I don't know. Uh, gosh, yeah. Well, first you want to wipe your face off of those fluids, I guess. Mm, are there and fluids? Then, do you have TSU sunglasses? No, that's one thing we don't have yet, but we're working on the uh, TSU merch store where we will for sure have hats for sale over there at lastdanhats.com. And yeah, as uh, Ruse Goofy Growing says is that a weed plant in there <laughs> smash the like button 
it helps the channel. Yes, indeed, it does. Is that a cat? Oh, it's a weed plant. You're right. It is a, a weed plant. Good call. Uh, is that a real company? Ruse Goofy Growing? Let's type it in. There's a plug if it is. Maybe is the response from Rue him or herself. Not entirely sure there. Maybe not a uh, an officially sanctioned business, mm. as tax guys like to say. <laughs> I'm not sure if Texas Sports Unfiltered is an officially sanctioned business yet. Uh, we're doing our uh, best Messi and Shakira and Ronaldo impressions. Like, eh, we don't have to pay taxes. They won't come after us. We'll be good. A little Wesley Snipes action. That's our move right there. That is what we do. Uh, all right, before we get into some sports conversations, we're having some fun on a Friday like we always do. Uh, Trey, are you going to ACL this weekend? I am not, and I don't know if I've ever attended ACL, if I'm really thinking about it. In the 20 or so years, a little under 20 years that I've lived in Austin, I don't think that I've ever been to the festival. Not a single and day? In a single day. And there was a time where I would be more inclined to do it. I went to several Lollapaloozas when I lived in Chicago, drink up. But it's something that I should do before it's all said and done. But I have an issue with ACL. Like, I'm not stick. I'm not keeping with new music so most of the years i see the lineups and it's very just very meh to me like this year i think is actually a decent lineup but i certainly want wouldn't want to be out there from like i don't know one or two in the afternoon all the way until things shut down after 10 that's because you ain't got the riz bro that, true i don't have any charisma what about you Are you going yeah i got that the riz. Doesn't, that doesn't seem like you're seen if i really think deeply about it i'm not the biggest fan of music festivals in the world i'm not the biggest fan of concerts in the world like i enjoy them but if i have the choice between a sporting event in person or a concert in person 10 times out of 10 i'm going with the sporting event and i'm like it usually sounds better when i'm listening on an album or on spotify or just anywhere else versus the in-person stuff so like i go to concerts and if it's if it's like someone I'm not sure I'll ever get to see again, then I'll go out of my way to go to a concert. Like I got to see Tom Petty's last ever show in Austin. I didn't know he was going to die right after that tour, and I'm pissed that he did, but I'm like, okay, this guy's getting up there in age. I don't know how many more tours he's going to go on. Like I did that with The Boss, Bruce Springsteen. I did that with Billy Joel, even though that guy's probably going to tour till he's like 130. Uh, like. The old, the old concerts, those are the people that I go out of my way to see. But now, nah, music festivals and concerts, not, not always my scene. Saying all that, I will be at ACL the next couple of days. Why the hell are you such a boomer when it comes to going and seeing live music? Look, I like Billy Joel, okay? Tom Petty's cool, but there are much more modern acts that... I would hope that you've caught in person in part because I think the most fun you have at a live music event, a concert, as the kids call them these days, as the musicians call them these days, is going to a smaller venue and seeing something that, somebody that you really like and being close to the stage and dancing or, or you know moving to the beat or singing along, whatever it is that uh, you like to do at a show. But it's like you could be hanging out with our parents at most of these concerts, and they're probably having as good of a time as you are. Oh, yeah. I'm usually the youngest person at these shows, but yeah. I love it. That's the kind of music I like. And I mean, I like new music, too, like Creed. They're pretty new. They're coming on the scene. Mm -hmm. uh, Nirvana. Not sure if people have heard of them, 
it's probably hard to see them on tour these days. <laughs> this has been tough to see them for a while. Ouch. Uh, yeah, those are those are new bands. So I'll you know I'll, I'll maybe go see one of their shows in a few years. That's fine. Okay, so so you might go to all three days of the festival you may actually go this evening and then saturday sunday too not going today but our guy tom mckay of av consultations has me taken care of the next couple of days so a little bummed that i'm not going tonight because kendrick lamar is the headliner and he's i have seen him live before so i'm not like super upset that i won't get to see him um but yeah no i like uh, i like a couple of the bands that'll be there tonight portugal the man very good as well i had tickets to them last night and just ended up not getting to go to the show unfortunately oh man yeah yeah never seen them live but heard heard good things and then yeah the next couple of days um i'll be out there so yeah it's it's good it's uh i love people watching it's one of the best places yeah. to people watch in the world and i'll get to hang out with the mckays which i love and a bunch of my friends will also be there. Not to say the McKays aren't my friends. They're in that category too. But a bunch of uh, my other friends will be there. So I just go to hang out with people. And it's it's fun to, to do some drugs and drink and, and be a part of uh, the madness that is ACL. But like, I think uh, I've probably lived in Austin for, I don't know, 10 years now. Yeah. In two separate stints. Obviously just started stint two. I think I've only been to ACL like three times. Mm-hmm. So like I'll go, but it's not one of those things where it's like every single year, as soon as tickets go on sale, I have to buy them and I've got to be there both weekends, all three days. Like now, you know, if the lineup's good or if I got some friends going or if I get a hookup for tickets, then I'll find my way there. But it's also during football season. That's yeah. the other issue. And it works that Texas doesn't play tomorrow. Uh, so I can go tomorrow and they do have TVs around the festival. So I'll be able to watch, you know, Oregon, Washington and some of the other games, but uh, yeah, like I feel like if it was in the spring, I'd be way more keen on going. But because it's like college football Saturday and NFL Sunday and hell high school Friday, it's like uh, that's that's part of the reason why I don't always make it out there. Yeah, and one of the weekends always falls on Texas OU too. It's working out well this weekend. I feel like there's almost always a home game for the second weekend of ACL, which just adds that much that many more people to the city. I went to into downtown to get lunch today, and even exiting. Mopac and going into the city on Cesar Chavez, it was a little bit backed up and I knew exactly why. So I just got in the right lane and sure enough, everybody's in the left lane to take that turn to get onto Lamar to then go to wherever parking or a drop-off point is for the festival itself. But look, it's supposed to be a fun time. Unfortunately, that this time, the, the enjoyability of this festival may be beyond me at this point. It's kind of like roller coasters or horror movies for me where I just have no use for being in a crowd of that many people in a field. And if I'm going for the music, that's maybe one thing, but even that part of the experience isn't as enjoyable because you're surrounded by a bunch of assholes who don't give a shit about the band on stage, unless you want to post up at the beginning of the day and just stand near or at or near the front of the stage and literally wait for hours on end to finally get to whatever the act you really want to see is. Let me tell you this. You're never too old for horse, okay? Let's not forget that. And I think you can be old guy. I think you could bring a chair and and sit at like the back of the crowd, which you can't see anything, but no. you can hear and you don't have to deal with the crowds. I mean, yeah, that's that's a tough sell. I think if I if I get backstage passes, which will never happen, or maybe I splurge for the VIP experience because I think that it elevates you above the crowd and it also gives you pretty good views 
of the stages too, from what I understand. Yeah. Like I'm assuming Tom has you guys with VIP access this weekend, which is pretty cool. I think so. Yeah, I got to, we'll get you in there. Maybe Tom will come through, but a good friend of mine works ACL every year and he's, he's got the hookup. I just have to give him more than a negative two hour warning uh, <laughs> that you want tickets, but you got to go like at some point, like, yeah, it's, I, I know you, you're not going to love it as much as you once would have, but like, it's still fun. It's something that yeah. every Austinite I think should experience at least once. Like you don't have to go the whole weekend. You can just go a day. You can just go for a couple of hours. If there's somebody there that you like, it's a fun thing to be a part of and you'll have some stories to to tell for sure. No, you're right about that. It's kind of like uh, watching the bats at the Congress bridge or watching a hobo crap into a bucket on the corner of 6th and Congress. I mean, it's just one of those Austin things that everybody should bear witness to at least once. Bear, okay, so you don't have to take a crap in your own bucket on 6th and <laughs> Congress. You have to just watch somebody else do that. Do I have that right? And it's usually going to be a hobo too, BK. Uh, might be me. Now I'm intrigued by this. Ooh, good luck crapping into a bucket. I had to do that for the first time in my life when my family camped in Oregon this summer. And uh, things eventually happened, but it took some serious concentration, even if there was a toilet seat over this bucket that was probably purchased at a Home Depot. <laughs> Uh, I told you the story about, boy, we're really off the rails today. Uh, the, uh, the homeless guy I saw take a crap in a red solo cup in San Francisco, right? Whoa. I probably so, but I tried to block it out of my memory. I mean, that's just impressive, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody else was like disgusted and they turned away in agony. And I'm like, I was giving the guy a standing O dude. You would have <laughs> thought it was Derek Jeter's like last game at Yankee stadium with just the. The, the cap tips and the love that I was giving this guy. I mean, really, like I, I, I've seen some impressive things in my life, but that's at the very top of the list. And because he was a crazy San Francisco hobo, he saw just you clapping, and he literally thought it was a crowd of people. So he kept <laughs> uh, kept taking curtain calls, I'm assuming, after that for the next five minutes. I figured the uh, the claps would get me some free K2, but unfortunately that was uh, that was not the case. No drugs were offered my way. Yeah, K2 with a sprinkling of fentanyl. Good luck with that one. Jeez. So, yeah. so let me ask you then, if you're going <laughs> to Saturday and Sunday, I'm seeing the headliners tomorrow as Foo Fighters. No Shania Twain, unfortunately. That's that sucks, dude. I'm I'm actually upset about that. Like, I, I would love to see Shania Twain in concert. I feel like she'd put on a hell of a show. And she's got some jams, of course. And the people watching there, I think, would be pretty good. There'd be plenty of good-looking women around that stage. I'm kind of sad that she's not uh, a part of weekend too. You will not hear a negative word about uh, from me towards you for that take because Shania Twain is awesome one, but between Shania Twain and the 1975, it's even more of a no brainer. It'd be one thing maybe if it was like, Oh, Shania Twain or Kendrick Lamar, let's say like, Oh, maybe you go Kendrick Lamar at that point. But the 1975, like they've got some catchy songs, but they're they are not anywhere near Shania Twain level. But Alanis Morissette, she's also really good. She's tomorrow. And then you Sunday you have Mumford and Sons, Odessa, Hozier, Yeah, Yeah, Yaz, Labyrinth. I haven't heard of half these bands, BK, but is there one you're most excited to see over the next two days? Foo Fighters, for sure. Yeah. Big fan of the Foo Fighters, and I've never seen them live. So I'm sure that'll be a madhouse as one of the headliners tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's probably the one 
in terms of the headliners that I'm most excited to see. And then and I think that this these are their first shows, and I I know they played last weekend too, but their first shows since Taylor Hawkins, their drummer died too. So you know there's going to be a, an extra emotional appeal coming from the stage. Yeah, I I don't know most of these bands. Like looking at the smaller font groups and artists here. Yeah, I've heard of 30 Seconds to Mars, Mount Joy, Tegan and Sarah. And on Sunday, I do recommend this. I think I mentioned this to Tom, too, when he and I were looking at the lineup. Yeah. Death Grips is a hell of a show. You guys should make it over to whatever the stage is that the Death Grips are on on Sunday. What kind of music? It's hardcore, I guess. I'm not, I'm not totally sure how to define it. It's these two guys... And they just play hard fucking rock. And I can imagine that it would be a, a pretty cool show, too. Sounds like a heavy metal band with the name Death Grips, right? It, it's not quite heavy metal, but yeah, it, it is music that is uh, on the heavier, darker side like that. I got to go back to something you said a, a moment ago. Uh-oh. Um, you praised Alanis Morissette. Yeah. She sucks. What? Dude. What are you talking about? She is a bottom three artist of all time for me. Wow. Awful. The voice is annoying. The lyrics terrible. Nothing in the song titled ironic is ironic at all, actually, which maybe that's the irony, but it's bullshit is what it is. That's a fair criticism. That's a fair she, criticism. You're she, right. About she, that. She's not good. Like, I, is it a bit or just everyone likes her? Like, oh, yeah, we'll support her. Like, no, she is horrible, dude. I will be so far away from that stage tomorrow. Jagged Little Pill is a good album. Even with the song ironic, which isn't all that ironic, or maybe it's ironic because none of the examples are actually ironic. I, I, I'm with you on that, but you ought to know is a great song. It is a great song. How does that go? I don't even know if I know that one. Um, yeah. Great song, huh? Oh gosh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me look up the lyrics real quick. <laughs> Great song. So good you don't know any of the lyrics or the oh, tune. Hold on, here we go. Here uh, we go. I wish we could play it, but copyright is a B on YouTube. Yeah, and they, they definitely won't ding me for uh for re-singing. Okay. I want you to know that I'm here with you. I wish nothing but the best one. And all the version of me, if she perverted like me, would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother. That song. Dude. Wow. I mean, we just hired a new social media guy who's going to cut up clips for us so we could post short videos on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all that. Uh, that is going on there for sure. That might be the first video we ever post. That's incredible. It was a slap in the face. How quickly I was replaced. Are you thinking of me when you fuck her? <laughs> fuck her? What, what is fuck her? Fatwa. Are you thinking <laughs> of me when you fatwa? <laughs> saying Lord Farquaad from Shrek? <laughs> saying like falcon punch captain falcon i'm not i'm not entirely sure what what, what you're singing over there dude oh man that's the love that you gave that you gave but <laughs> uh, yeah i can't do the chorus <laughs> uh, that's the funniest thing you've ever done dude wow <laughs> <laughs>
I still don't know that song too. That's the sad part. Like you spend, you put in so much time and effort into that impersonation and I have no clue if what you're doing sounds anything close to what she does. Okay. So cool side note about that song though, for the longest time, people were like, who is this about? Because it's supposedly about a famous person. And I guess full house is a little bit before your time, but you know what full house is, right? Oh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. I watched yeah. it a lot growing up. Yeah. Okay, so you watched it growing up, too. Well, Dave Coulier, who is Uncle Joey in that show, for the longest time, the rumor was that it was about him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But it turns out, and I think this was according to the uh, documentary that came out about her on HBO a couple years ago, the guy in the song was essentially an amalgamation, but he is one of those guys. Mm. And so Bob Saget, who I interviewed, Sadly, a month before he died, I asked him about that because him and Coulier are on really good terms. He had a great answer. God, I can't even I, I don't even want to butcher what his answer is. You can go. We should maybe uh, isolate this one, too, at some point and bring it back to the people. You can go to booksonpod.com to check it out, though. But Saget had a great witty response where I think he maybe even invoked either a lyric from that song or a different song title to start to answer that question. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. I remember your Bob Saget interview. That was awesome. We do need to bring that back to, to the people as well, but uh, yeah, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good uh, on that one. Okay. That's fair. So who is your favorite band amongst everybody listed or anyone else in the smaller print on the smaller print or, or the bigger print, either, either one of the two, just from tomorrow or Sunday's acts. Uh, I mean, I mentioned Foo Fighters like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You no, know, that that's probably cheating. Cause they're the, biggest headliner tomorrow night i gotta tell you mumford and sons i've seen them live before too they had one good album not an acl headliner mm. to see them as the big name on sunday that's a letdown i don't like yeah I, I feel like people say this every year and i don't want to be just like everybody else but it does feel like the lineup has gotten worse year by year and it doesn't feel like this is the strongest lineup they've ever had Okay, another good band on Sunday. There's actually two. The Breeders, which are a 90s band, and The Walkmen, which is a band I think that they were their most popular in the 2000s. That That is a good live show, The Walkmen. That's another the, one that I recommend. The Walkmen's got a weekend one only parentheses, so I don't ah, think I'll get the chance. I do like Mountain Joy, actually, tomorrow. Their second line. Yeah. yeah, he's good. That'll be a good show, I think. So, I don't know. We go to People Watch. We go to hang out and do drugs and enjoy life a little bit and celebrate not having to stress over a Texas Longhorn football game too. I'm jealous. And you guys are going to be there. You may be there early enough tomorrow that you experience this, uh, this eclipse that's supposed to happen tomorrow. I thought that was in April. We got another one of those. We've got one tomorrow that apparently starts at like 1030 and crescendos. I want to say right around 1130 where the moon is so close to the earth that even though it's in front of the sun, it's like there's a ring of fire around the moon, which is totally blacked out. So it's going to get a lot darker 
for that hour to hour and 15 minute stretch. And it's going to be a, a pretty cool show. Now, can't recommend that you look up because you're supposed to wear Eclipse sunglasses to look up safely at those things. But Eclipse sunglasses? Is that not? Come that? on. That's just normal sunglasses. What, what, Steve Jobs selling those? That's BS, dude. I guess they're extra polarized sunglasses. Uh, I ain't buying that. I look, I saw our last president look straight up into the sun and he was perfectly fine. So I'm going to, I'm going to take my chances on that deal. All right. So you're just going to look up and risk so, burning your eyeballs out. So it's 10 30 to 11 30 AM. Yeah. I guess we're talking about the sun. Yeah. That checks out. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be there until probably like one o'clock, but I will, I will maybe go outside on my balcony and take a look at what's going on with the, with this eclipse, oh yeah, I mean, while we're on eclipse eye, I think that's the plural. Um, eclipses are bullshit, dude. I mean, every three months, this is never gonna happen in your lifetime again. Yeah, I mean, it'll be one thousand two hundred and thirty-four years before this eclipse happens, and then three months later, another eclipse. Oh, but this one's different, BK. It's different. This one's not going to happen for another 8,000 years. So you got to watch BS, dude. BS. It's like Shark Week. It's more than one week. It's like Truck Month. It's more than one month. These mm. eclipses, they happen all the time. So don't try to sell me on all of these new eclipses. Like this one tomorrow is never going to happen again. And then the one in April is never going to Garbage, dude. Okay, so I have an answer on what makes eclipse glasses so special at least according to the Brave Browser's AI summarizer. Ooh, they lost last night. I don't want to hear from them. Eclipse glasses are made of a different type of material than standard sunglasses, which only blocks out 10 to 20% of daylight and UV rays. Eclipse glasses reduce sunlight to safe levels so that you don't injure your eyes. Instead of red and blue lenses, these lenses are nearly pitch black, or have a silver mirror coating on the outside. These special purpose solar filters block more than 99% of visible light and decrease the amount of light reaching your eyes by a million fold. Wow. Is it possible that I can just put two pairs of sun regular sunglasses on and get the same effect though? I'm just going to go to like sharp vision and get some of those like eye doctor glasses. Yeah. And just stack a couple of those on top of each other and call it a day. That's you don't you don't even need to stack. I, I mean, I think those are the eclipse glasses right there. Oh man, I think you're right. Gringo says get them at any local 7-Eleven. I wonder if they've got those at 7-Eleven. Is that right? Nah, probably not. I don't know. Eclipse glasses are a thing, dude. Yeah, I ain't buying those. I'm just wearing sunglasses. I'm go. I'm raw dogging it straight up into the sun. That's probably not the expression that makes sense there. Well, I hope you don't get eye herpes then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Heard you and Kevin talking about those yesterday, and we don't have a cure for that still. So I don't want the eye herps. Thank you for for looking out for me. If there's a worst version of the herps, it is the eye herps, even yeah. worse than the genital herps. Yeah, yeah. Don't want any part of that. All right. Some love to some sponsors here. We do have to get to our picks. That might be the only sports we end up talking about today, but. Our picks will obviously lead us into some college and NFL conversation for the big games uh, coming up this weekend. But some sponsor shout-outs. Hey, Olipop, we've got ourselves a new promo code at olipop.com. Actually, it's drinkolipop.com. That's the website. But 
I tell you all, they sell Olipop at HEB, at Target, at Walmart, at Costco, at Whole Foods. You can keep buying it there. But if you want uh, a discount, I think it's either 20% or $20 off. I don't know. They're hooking you up with a great deal. Just type in Texas 20. That's right, Texas 20. When you check out from drinkolipop.com, they'll ship the stuff directly to your door. And boom, you don't even have to go to the grocery store. You can just get the Olipop right at your front door and you can enjoy it from the comfort of your own home. But yeah, Texas 20 is that promo code officially launched like an hour ago. My guy Steven over there at Olipop uh, said we're launched, we're ready to roll. So shout out to Olipop. It is soda that tastes great. That's actually good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a real thing. Something that's healthy that actually tastes good. Olipop has found a way to figure it out. All of the great soda flavors that you love to drink and health benefits that you know are good for you. Olipop, the perfect combination. Make sure you get you some very, very soon. And a shout-out to Covert Bee Cave as well. We'll be back out there next Saturday for our pregame show, Texas and Houston. You can get out there this weekend, too. They're open on Saturdays, closed on Sunday. So, hey, no Texas game tomorrow. If you've been thinking about a newer pre-owned car, truck, or SUV for you, for the spouse, for the kiddo, whatever, go to Covert Bee Cave. Seven brands, three state-of-the-art dealerships, 42 acres, They've got so many cars out there, man. Some of these lots that you drive by, they've got like one car per 30 parking spots. You don't have to worry about that. The selection at Covert Bee Cave is great. The pricing is sensational, and the service is second to none. The Covert Auto Group, they've been around since 1909. They know what they're doing. Nobody beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. And we talked about AV consultations. We can go live spot today. Trey, I'll let you uh, say a few words about our buddy Tom McKay and AVC. I love Tom McKay and audiovisual consultations. OP and Camilla and you have a great time out at ACL this weekend. And even though you uh, said, and this surprised me, that you will be able to keep an eye on football games over the next couple of days because screens are out there, I'm guessing that the quality of viewing experience is going to be greatly diminished unless audiovisual consultations took care of the ACL screens too. I know that because I know what the quality of work is, not just based on them coming to my place on a couple of different occasions, giving us that dream home theater set up downstairs, an awesome video game nook upstairs, but also seeing their work around town, whether it's at BK's place or Pluckers or any other number of spots where they have hooked a home or business up and been doing so since 1988. Find out for yourself. Give them a call, 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678, or by going to avconsultations.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The very best in the business. The two TVs behind me, done by AV Consultations. And yeah, Trey and I both got the hookups. Hell, just about everybody at Texas Sports Unfiltered has the hookup from AV Consultations. Nobody does it better. Uh, Amo, I would love to see me drink an Olipop too, but unfortunately, my friend to my other side, I don't know if it's left or right at this point. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, he is supposed to, uh, to get me a six pack of Olipop that has now happened, not happened rather, on a couple of different occasions, leaving me to wonder if he already drank the supply intended for me. Uh, that's not true. I could go. I was going to say pull it out, but nobody wants that. I could go uh, get the six-pack right now. I'll, I'll text you my address, dude. You can come by and pick it up whenever you want. It's yours. You're going to send me to, like, Wimberley or something. <laughs> uh, you'd be lucky if it's only Wimberley, dude. I'm sending <laughs> your ass to El Paso as payback for me having to take that Greyhound bus there. 
And I think this speaks to your belief that the whole Eclipse thing is one giant ruse. The fact that people are making Eclipse sunglasses out of cereal boxes is ridiculous. It's like, let's see how far we can push people into believing that looking up in an eclipse is going to burn their eyeballs out. Let's have them look through cereal boxes with just <laughs> tiny pinholes in them. Uh, text from uh, the Dakota text line, a 512 number says, go buy a welder's mask and then return it after the eclipse. Not a bad okay. idea. Not a bad idea, the Dakota text line, 512-222-9328. All right, let's do some picks. Our season-long pick'em contest, which has been incredibly sporadic. Uh, we did not do picks last week because we had our Red River Roundtable in Dallas, which was a ton of fun. It was worth sacrificing a week of picks, getting everybody on the show to talk to Texas and OU. Uh, but let's uh, let's do picks. We've got three college games, three NFL games. It's our season-long pick'em contest. Trey, you said you think that I am up a game on you right now? Yeah, we're either tied or you're up a game because you got more right than I did two weeks ago. There was definitely a game that I got that you didn't, but uh, it's it's within a game or we're tied. And one or you or a buyer is going to have to go watch two Fridays ago to find out for sure. Yeah, we'll fact check it. We'll figure it out. But it is close right now, and there will be a punishment at the end of the year for whoever does end up losing this thing. All right, three college and three pro games this weekend. We'll start with the biggest college game on the slate. Number eight, Oregon at number seven, Washington, 230 on ABC. The Huskies, the home team, they are three-point favorites. Trey, I will give you the honors first. I think that this is going to be a really close, fun football game, and ultimately this is a complete guess by me, but I'm going to give Washington the home field edge here on top of the fact that I feel like there may be a little bit more of a complete football team right now. Uh, Michael Penix is maybe playing quarterback as well as anybody in the country, but Bo Nix is right there with him too. Thank God we're not still seeing Bo Nix signs around Austin with as many as we saw in Dallas last weekend around Texas OU. This is a marquee matchup for good reason. Both these teams are really good, but ultimately give me the Huskies to cover, please. Man, I've been back and forth on this one. Um, I really like this Washington team. Oregon's got the best pass defense in the Pac-12 this season. Now, they haven't gone up against a quarterback like Pennix or wide receivers like the guys that Washington has. Uh, I'm, my, my Bo Nix PTSD is kicking in here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington. Uh, look, Bo Nix has been in college football for 10 years. Maybe he doesn't do this anymore. Uh, and I know Oregon did win a big game. Uh, that Colorado game was in Eugene, wasn't it? Yeah, Bo Nix. Bo Nix, over the course of his college career, has been so good in home games. But in big road games, I just feel like he's come up small way more often than not. So because this game is in Seattle, I'm going to go with Washington. I don't like that we're on the same side in a game like this, but I will take the uh, the home team. Give me the Huskies to uh, win and cover the three-point line tomorrow. But this game could be epic, man. Two great quarterbacks, two great teams, two coaches that don't get enough love probably because they're in the Pac-12 and they haven't been coaches for that long. But what Kalen DeBoer has done, I'm jealous, dude. Like, guy won 11 games in his first season. How many games did Sark win in his first season here? Five? Yep. And, like, okay, maybe the situation was a little better in Seattle, but, like, Jimmy Lake the year before stunk. They were ready to get rid of that guy. I think he won, like, six games the year before that, and then – uh, if you have a good coach, you can figure it out. And then Dan Landing at Oregon coming over from Georgia. I think a lot of people thought that would be a weird fit. No one was sure if it would work or how long it would take to work. If it did ultimately work, well, he's got that thing rolling right now. 
two top 10 teams. That's that's a hell of a game right there. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with you, uh, Dub. For the sake of separation, I think I'd like to switch to Oregon if you're okay with that. Okay, sure. This game, I, I think this game is going to be so close that I'm completely fine with picking Oregon as the winner, even if I'm ultimately rooting for Washington, just so you and I can get some action going here. All right, now I want Oregon. All right, you can have Oregon if you want. Who I'll you take Washington? Well, no, I got a one-game lead on you, so I'm just trying to make sure we have the exact same pick so I keep this one-game lead for the remainder of the season. Well, good luck because you pick first this next time. I'm going against you regardless of what you're selecting here. Yeah, shit, that's a flaw. All right, you're going Oregon then? I'm going Oregon, yeah. I got Washington. All right, USC, Notre Dame. Man, the Pac-12, that's where all the best games are this weekend. Number 10, USC, they're 6-0. and That defense much maligned. They needed four overtimes to beat Arizona last weekend, but they got the job done. Notre Dame, one of the best stories in college football for the first three weeks, and they've lost twice. Uh, the heartbreaker uh, against Ohio State, and then Louisville got them pretty good last weekend the game is in south bend the home team a two and a half point favorite i'm going first on this one give me usc uh, i think usc has a loss are you surprised that notre dame's favored yes yeah me too me too wrong team favorite here i know the casinos don't build themselves but uh i like usc they're gonna slip up probably a couple of times in the second half of the season i just don't think notre dame has the team speed to keep up with the athletes that uh, usc possesses so I'll take the Trojans over the Catholics. I don't feel good about this, but sometimes you have to look at something that seems very obvious in terms of the odds makers and scratch your head and say, what the hell are they thinking? And then realize they know something that the rest of us don't. So give me Notre Dame here. And my only rationale is it makes no sense that Notre Dame is favored. I will say this, uh, ESPN's FPI matchup predictor that had Oklahoma beating Texas last week and everyone was like, what? What do they know? Um, they have Notre Dame. They're giving Notre Dame a 62% chance to win hmm. against USC tomorrow. So, all right, we're on opposite sides of that one as well. One final college game, another Pac-12 one, another ranked versus ranked one. Three of the four ranked v. ranked matchups involve Pac-12 teams this weekend. Number 18, UCLA on the road in Corvallis, taking on Beaver Nation. I know you're a big Beaver guy, Trey. Oregon State, a three-and-a-half Point favorite. You got to deal with the hook at home. Who you like? Big Beaver guy, BK. Give me Oregon State to uh, to cover at home. I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, fan of Beavers as well. And I'm just going with the home team. Like Pac-12 has been weird. You'll see this happen in, in conferences all over the country, but I have a feeling it's going to happen a lot in the Pac-12. We're just home teams always win. Yeah. And they're going to eat each other alive. And as good as this conference and as deep as this conference is, they're not going to get a team in the playoff because everyone's going to slip up multiple times. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Pac-12 right now. So, uh, yeah, if this game was in L.A., I'd be going UCLA. But because it's in Corvallis, I'll take uh, the fakest OSU. See, I feel like whoever wins Oregon-Washington this weekend has a chance to run the table, to bet, but I think either of those teams only ends up with one loss on the year and probably makes it into the college football playoff as a result. Hey, there have been plenty of years where a one-loss Pac-12 champion had no business being close to the playoff. This year, if there's a one-loss Pac-12 champion, they absolutely should be in, and they will be in. It's a great conference this year. Still feels weird to say that. All right, on to the NFL now. Three games. We will uh, we'll start local. We'll go with the Saints at the Texans. The Saints coming off that huge shutout win in New England. 
last Sunday. They are in Houston to take on the Texans. The Texans dropped a heartbreaker in Atlanta. Last second game-winning field goal by Youngway Koo. The Saints, a two-point road favorite at NRG. I think it's my turn to go here. Yes. God, I just... I'm so used to betting against the Texans that I'm programmed to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'll take the Saints. Um, I think C.J. Stroud throws his first interception. It's amazing how good he's played to this point, but I really like that Saints defense. Uh, even though the game's in Houston, look, there will be a ton of Saints fans there. A ton of Saints fans live in Houston, and obviously it's not that far of a trip to go to NOLA or to go from NOLA to H-Town. I think it's a close game. I think it's a one-score game, but uh, I will take the New Orleans Saints to get the win against the Texans Sunday at noon, Trey. You and I are going to be on opposite ends again. I think that the odds makers are fooled by the Saints beating a really bad Patriots team in Foxborough last weekend. There's some fool's gold going on here, and I think the Texans win this one outright, so give me the Texans to cover too. Oh. And by the way, Rex, St. Charles, could I look any more disinterested? I don't know. I've got resting dick face. I can't help it. I am very interested in this. Although I don't know if we finalize this just yet. I feel like the stakes for this year's season-long football picks bet is the loser having to go decked out in Longhorn gear, sit in the OU section for next year's Texas OU game. Mm. So I'm very interested in this segment right now. Yeah, be more disinterested, please. I'm curious to see if you're capable of that. <laughs> I didn't say, like, have a seizure on the show, dude. What are you doing over there? All right, now I'm worried you're taking a crap in a bucket. I can't see what's under you, so I'm worried under that relax the back chair. You've got a little whatever. All right, two more games to get to. Uh, we'll get to Cowboys-Chargers last because that's the last game of the weekend. It is Monday Night Football after all. We were back and forth, but I think we decided on Lions at Bucks. Chip Brown's going to be there. Chip's not on the show. It's uh, Zay and Rodney from 1-3 to three today. Nice. But, but uh, Chip and... His lovely wife are in Tampa to watch the Lions take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Lions are four and one. Maybe the bigger surprise, the Bucs are three and one. Detroit, a three-point road favorite at Raymond James. Trey, who you like? Give me the Lions here. I'm not crazy to see that Sam Laporta is dealing with a calf injury that cropped up at some point this week. But them getting Amon Ross St. Brown back is a big deal. I think Jameer Gibbs may end up missing this game too. But Dave Montgomery has been outstanding this season. I know he missed one game with an injury. But when he's been in there, he has been really good. And this is a Lions team that is clicking on both sides of the ball right now. Maybe a little bit concerning, I guess, uh, from a Tampa standpoint that they had a bye last week. So they're well-rested and they've had a couple of weeks to prepare for this Lions team, but Detroit is one of the best teams in football right now. That's not bullshit. That is legitimate. I know as odd as it sounds to say the Lions are really good, and I think they win this one by four plus. I do too. I'm taking the Lions on the road. I'm more bought into what they're selling than I am what Tampa is selling right now. And I know Baker Mayfield's been a great story in the first month of the season. Most people thought Tampa Bay was going to be one of the worst teams in football, and here they are, three and one atop the NFC South right now. But uh, yeah, I just think the Lions are better. Even though the game is in Tampa, I'm going to go with Detroit to find a way to get the dub and to cover as well. Finally, Monday Night Football. Boy, two teams that just need a win. The 3-2 and two Dallas Cowboys coming off of the embarrassing defeat in San Francisco last Sunday night. They are in Los Angeles. It will feel like a home game for the Cowboys, but the game is in Los Angeles. 
to take on a Chargers team that is also coming off of a bye week. Trey, I guess I have to go first on this one. Dallas, a two-point road favorite on Monday night. Give me the Cowboys, man. I'm still a believer in this team. Now, there are varying levels of belief. I don't believe this is a Super Bowl team. I would have told you that before the season even started. But I still think the Cowboys are you know, a 10-win team this year. Uh, they have some flaws, clearly. And if they don't figure some things out from last Sunday, then the Chargers are definitely good enough to beat them. And obviously, Kellen Moore, revenge game. He's going to be amped up, and he's been chomping at the bit to get this opportunity to go up against his old boss and Mike McCarthy. But uh, I'm going with the Cowboys on the road. I think they get things back on track and calm some of the nerves of Cowboys fans going into their bye week. Give me Dallas to win and cover the two. Although I'm inclined to go with the Chargers here because I think that this Cowboys defense right now, one that was one of the best, if not the best unit in all the NFL to start the season, have experienced a couple of injuries that are leaving them with some legitimate question marks. It started with Trayvon Diggs and that knee injury he suffers, ends his season in practice, and the unfortunate Leighton Vander Esch injury from last weekend, that neck injury now. There are some holes in this Cowboy defense. Now, having said that, and also understanding the criticisms towards this Cowboys offense and Dak Prescott in big games against good competition might be a little bit more legitimate than they were eight days ago. I despise the idea of betting on Brandon Staley (laughs) against even a decent football team. So give me the Cowboys to cover this one too. Uh, I do think that the Cowboys maybe check Kellen Moore in his place at the same time. Perhaps I'm wrong, but yeah, I'm not I'm not betting for Brandon Staley anytime the Chargers end up on these picks the rest of the year. Yeah, good news for the Chargers. Austin Eckler expected to be back. Derwin James also expected to make his return too. So uh, the bye week came at a good time for them. They are a little bit healthier than the Cowboys right now. Positive note for the Cowboys, they are 9-1 and one in games following a loss since the start of 2021. So uh, they've been able to bounce back way more often than not. We'll see if they can uh, they can do that again. They obviously beat the brakes off of New England after they lost that game in Arizona. Cowboys fans hoping for a similar result with Joe and Troy and the Manning Cast. Are you a Manning Cast guy for Monday Night Football, or are you Joe and Troy? I'll see highlights, but I am usually watching the game with the sound down because there's something else going on. So, but but I think if I do have the sound up, it's usually going to be Joe and Troy. I like that combination. They're maybe oh. best in all of football. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the work that those two guys do, and it'll be fun to hear them on the Cowboys game on Monday night. All right, those are our picks. Well, we've got three or four differences there, so uh, a chance for you to make up some ground or a chance for me to extend the lead that I think I have or that you think I have that we're not sure if I have, but we'll figure it out. Are we going sit on the OU side for next year's Texas OU decked out in Longhorn gear? That's the lead leader in the clubhouse right now. Okay. Open to other ideas if we think of something or if our listeners have suggestions. All right. But uh, I'm cool with that. All right. Let's give some love before we get to where we add in society. Some love for greatblueheronfurniture.com. If you're looking for new furniture for your house, maybe a second house, whatever. If you're looking for just an extremely nice piece that you're going to be proud of, that people when they walk into your home are going to be like, oh, dude, that is gorgeous. You got to go to greatblueheronfurniture.com because they have the most stylish, the most comfortable, and perhaps most importantly, the most well-built furniture that you can find. 
Great Blue Heron Furniture has been around since 1991. They specialize in leathers. They specialize in rawhide. They specialize in fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. They've got couches. They've got recliners. They've got chairs. They've got bar stools, headboards. This stuff is beautiful, man. It is absolutely gorgeous. If you don't believe me, just click the link in the video description below. It will take you right to our Texas Sports Unfiltered collection over there at greatblueheronfurniture.com. Find what you want and use the promo code HOOKEM at checkout to get 15% off any purchase from greatblueheronfurniture.com. It's a Longhorn-owned company. Most of the manufacturing is done right here in the great state of Texas. I'm telling you, the highest quality, best-looking, most comfortable furniture out there is at greatblueheronfurniture.com. Dot com. Shout out to them and a quick shout out to Altstat Beer as well. Whatever you're doing this weekend, make sure you're enjoying some ice cold Altstat Beer. It is the official beer of BK. It should be the official beer of you as well. It's Altstat Beer. No impurities, no regrets. Trey, Pest Wranglers live recorded. What are you feeling today? Live for Pest Wranglers, Pest Wranglers, Pest Wranglers. They are a sponsor, the sponsor of where we at in society and a supporter of Texas Sports Unfiltered. We are very grateful about that, not just because they do a great job of taking care of those pest problems that you are having around Central Texas. They've been doing so since 2006. More than anything else, we love our sponsorship with Steve and Pest Wranglers because he knows the proper way to treat people. We're in a time where customer service is completely out the window at far too many places. That's why we need to make sure we are giving our business to those who still recognize its value. Steve cares about people. Relationships matter to him. It's why he treats his employees so great. As a result, his employees treat the customers great. You can find out for yourself. Go to pestwranglers.com. Check out all the different types of little creatures and critters that they will take care of you. And then, of course, give them a call. Pest Wranglers, Pest Wranglers, Pest Wranglers. Where are we at in society today? It is your daily look at stories that show we as a people are headed in the wrong direction. Very occasionally, I will bring you a story that provides a sense of optimism that has us all saying to ourselves, hey, maybe all is not lost. Perhaps we do have a chance in that future war with the robots. And today, well, I'm not sure what today is because we're actually turning to our future robot overlords for today's Where Are We At story, BK. As I told you, at the start of today's show, I found an AI sex coach through a website called beducated.com. <laughs> like educated.com, but with a B. Beducated.com. They have an AI chat bot that's very similar to ChatGPT, but is geared to answer sex questions. So I thought that you and I could maybe ask this thing a couple of sex questions to uh, answer any questions we may have about how we're doing things right or wrong in the bedroom. Okay. So they provide a few examples that we can go over first before <laughs> we get to our hypotheticals. For instance, they have four examples listed here. I think we'll go with a couple of these. How can I have more kinky sex? Ooh. The beducated sex coach says... I'm, a, I'm thrilled you're exploring the expansive territory of kinky sex. Kinky sex can be a powerfully pleasurable experience and an exciting journey into new erotic terrain. Here are a few steps to get started. Open communication. Explore fantasies and desires. Try sensation play. 
use toys, go slow, and respect boundaries. Okay. Uh, you know, not the most detailed answer in the world, but uh, they're giving you some options there. It gets more detailed with each of the five tips, I guess. Oh, there's some tips going on, that's for sure. So like with explore fantasies and desires, everyone's kink is unique. So understanding what aspects of kink appeal to you is crucial. It includes things like BDSM, no idea what that ad agency in downtown Austin has to do with anything. Role play, <laughs> dressing up, or experimenting with different sensations. So do you have any kinks that the people uh, know about? Yeah, I mean, like, Kinky Friedman's all right, but I'm not trying to have sex with that dude, so no. Uh, any kinks that I would like the people to know about? You a foot guy? Uh, I have two that's what you're asking i'd prefer the people i'm with to also have two but hey yeah i'm not i'm not opposed to the prosthetic from time to time whatever it takes i'm not like a weird foot guy i'm not like scared of feet but i'm not like oh take off your socks i'm not scared of feet but i also recognize feet are disgusting yeah, I mean, they're, they're about 30... Any extended period of time. And there are about like 30 other parts of the body that I'd rather have involved than the feet when it comes to that type of stuff. 30? Wow. Yeah, left kneecap, back of the knee is a good spot, underrated. <laughs> There's a bunch of other areas that uh, we probably don't have time to list all of them, but I got, a, I got a method here. All right, well, here's another one that may help you out here. Where is the G-spot? Any guesses Ooh. on where the G spot is before we hear from Beducated's AI sex coach? Yeah, it's just past the F and before the H. It's simple as that, dude. Easy to find. All right. Now the AI sex coach says the G spot is a sensitive area found on the front wall of the JJ towards the belly to find it you can curve your first two fingers like the letter c and slide them into said v it's situated about an inch or two in behind the external hmm, not sure i want to say that word even on youtube in the rigid <laughs> area at the top of the v canal an accurate way to stimulate it is to make a come hither movement with your curved fingers you can also play around with fast and slow strokes too Ah, this is smart. This is what my high school math teacher taught me. This is good. Oh, wait. Oh, shoot. I was sworn to secrecy on that. Hopefully hopefully he didn't show you what he was <laughs> talking about up another hole. Well done with the he. Nice nice uh, transition there, Bruce. Good job. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so I figured I would come up with a hypothetical for you, and maybe you can come up with a hypothetical for me to ask this AI sex coach before – uh, thankfully, Chip is not on today before Rodney and Zay join us and uh, take the handoff. What about this one? Where is it? <laughs> Beducated AI sex coach answered that question. Jay, you're going to have to go back and listen. <laughs> All right. So the question I'm going to ask for you is, what should I do if my victim... Victim? escaping before we consummate our encounter. 
Oh, man. Yeah, I am curious. Oh, no. Beducated cannot assist with that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't assist with that. Oh, no. Well, sorry to Bucky and his H-E-B bagger, because I know he needs that advice more than I do. He was talking about that this morning, just throwing one in the back of his car and driving off with him. He has had that Buffalo Bill uh, fantasy for a while now. Buffalo hmm. Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Did you? Oh yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. of course. Yeah, oh, I don't know right. she a great big fat person? You into those? Oh, I'm into those. That's what everybody knows that already. I think. What the fatties? Yeah, the heifers. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I hadn't thought about that one in a while, but yeah, that was the uh, the reputation at the old station. Hmm. All right, let's try this one for you. Okay. How? Tell me when you've finished typing. Done. <laughs> That's the worst. 214, and you're giving out your phone number. Okay. And then it's like, what do I go? Do you go? All right, whatever. How do I get yeah. my wife to stop screaming other guys' names when we get it on? That's for you. And I ain't talking Darvish. Hmm. I don't think he has that problem. But right, how do I get my wife to stop screaming other guys' names when we get it on? Yep. Sorry to hear about the current situation you're facing. Communication <laughs> is often the key to resolving such concerns. Here are some suggestions. Open communication. Initiate a non-judgmental conversation about your experiences during sexual intimacy. Sharing concern over her yelling other names can help both of you understand what's occurring and work on a solution together. Understand motives. There could be several reasons for her behavior. It could be a fantasy, or perhaps she's not even aware she's doing it. Ask her appropriately about what drives this behavior. Establish boundaries. Norms and boundaries are crucial in every relationship. Discuss your comfort zones and what knocks you off kilter, and be open to listening to hers as well. Sexual fantasies. If her behavior is related to a fantasy, it's essential to listen and consider if it's something you can work with or negotiate. If not, both parties will need to reach a compromise. I've got a better piece of advice uh, than AI sex coach with regards to if my wife were to ever start yelling other guys' names. Stop it, please, because it's very distracting. Uh, You're just going to say that? Well, stop it. She's going to just stop altogether. You don't want that, right? Better to have her moaning someone else's name than to not be doing anything, right? No, no, no. I would rather her stop it altogether than continue to say the wrong name. Oh, man. I'll I'll go out on that very sturdy limb and say that is not okay. Wow. Paul. So not good advice from uh, Beducated trying to help you out here through your problem? Uh, you know, at least Beducated had an answer for my problem. Unfortunately, uh, you're you're still going to have to deal with the fact that some of your victims escape before you can consummate the relationship. Well, Beducated knows that that's not a real thing. They know that's not a real issue that I'm dealing with or anybody I'm around is dealing with. But they did know that what I asked about you is something that you actually needed answered. That's why they provided an answer. Beducated was just creeped out by your problem. That's what it was. It didn't want to be, be incriminated whatever dude all right that's it there's where we added society what is it beducated.edu what is that website beducated.com 
Yeah, if you have any uh, sex questions that you need, Allen Iverson sex coach or AI sex coach to answer, uh, they've got you covered right there. Yeah, it's a good thing you're at ACL Fest this weekend, BK, because I'm pretty sure the FBI is going to come kicking your door in at some point over the next two days. Bring it on. I got it locked and dead bolted. They got no shot. Coming up next, it's Zay. And it's Rodney today. No chip. He's out of town, headed to that Lions box game. As we've got Zay here, and we've got a black screen of Rodney. That's, That's a promising start down there. Too. It's not good. It's a promising start. Yeah, we could see him down there, but he's also very frozen in that little still shot in the window below um, our backstage here. Is chip, is chip going to the game with John Brown, by the way? No, he's not. John's not going to make it. Chip might be meeting with uh, John's wife, though, because she'll be making the game. So, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, Chip, he's a diehard Lions fan and found time during this bye week, and his wife hooked him up and got everything ready for him from the hotel room to tickets to the game, and Chip didn't even have to lay a finger, so – yeah, he, he works hard, man, not only with us at Texas Sports Unfiltered, but also with Horns 24-7. So the guy, yeah, he deserves a little bit of time off. So I'll, I'll let it slide. This is two Fridays in a row, though. I'm, I'm going to let that be known. Back-to-back Fridays man. out. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, hey. come on now. So, sounds like Bucky. Yeah, what does he think he is, an Austinite? <laughs> Yeah, take it off Friday. He did work last Friday, though. He was just at That's the true. round table. That's true. That's yeah, right. no, this is a Bill Belichick operation. It's no days off. So hope you all enjoyed right. uh, hearing Chip yesterday because that was the last time you're ever going to hear him on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Solid labor around here, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course.